Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the fourth episode of Digital Bromance. I'm here with Matthew. Did you know that Matthew's middle name is Lewis? Matthew Lewis McGregor. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, how are you, Matt? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I had my first coffee of the day. I feel a bit more like a human. Only just now? Only just now, because you were bothering me since half past oh, yeah, eight with client it. work. So. Uh, terribly sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll refrain from that next time. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> cool. Um, do we want to jump right into it today? And I don't know, man. Do you, skip... to, do you want to do your normal, what have we had for breakfast? Uh, or, uh, I don't know. I had nothing, kind of. Like, I had, like, a just a bread. Bread with cheese and ketchup. Bread with cheese and ketchup. Wow. A, a 29-year-old man's breakfast, <laughs> everybody. It's a, it's a nice, healthy diet. 100%. Cheese and, cheese and ketchup. That's where it's at. It's my flatmate used to, used to love the old tomato. Uh, cheese and tomato sandwiches. Tomato <laughs> is just basically ketchup. Right, you're got it. Alone, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. See, we've kind of done a little... Uh, going off course conversation to start with so we're we're getting much better at the segues again much better at the segues um just to give you a little bit of a rundown what's going to be happening today we will talk about what you should do if you're a small business and you want to totally crush your instagram game so i think that's very informative uh we will try to provide as much value today as we possibly can and at the same time, that's not the only topic. We shall discuss some of other social media news and trends that's been popping up recently. And uh, what's funny, man? <laughs> I don't know. Just introducing the, the topics of the, the podcast. So I'm, so, I'm so prepared. I'm so prepared today. <clears throat> I've been talking about... Uh... Other social uh, media <laughs> things too, <laughs> and um, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so, let's just, uh, let's just dive in. Matthew, why why am I Matthew? All of a sudden? I don't know. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, Matthew, Facebook video monetization. So that's a big one. That I was kind of excited about. Mm-hmm. Facebook has rolled out a feature where you can monetize the videos. Basically the same thing as YouTube. You get a cut off of the ads that play during the video. Okay. And there's some some requirements. I believe your page has to have at least 10,000 likes. Okay. So you it's need 10,000 fans. That's, yeah. And um, you need to have, and I'm totally guessing here, I think it was 3,000 minutes of your videos viewed or something like that. So there needs to be there needs to be some people watching your stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't really just jump into it if you haven't done anything prior to that. Mm-hmm. It is the same as, as YouTube these days because they've changed their policies when it comes to AdWords and you getting paid. Um, you need to have at least, uh, is it 1,000 subscribers? Is that it on YouTube? Or, yeah, I think so. And at the same time, you need to have some sort of a, some sort of a views, okay. like a number of views accounted for. Yeah. Um, I think it's 1,000 subscribers. I might be wrong. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. So Facebook done the same thing. What do you think about that? 
That's a good step. It definitely means we can bring in uh, more money as as creatives. That was one of the good things about YouTube is that a lot of creative people that I don't know that <coughs> maybe stuck in a job that they didn't want to do had the opportunity to to leave it and you know make their own videos and and start at least some form of um income through through YouTube. So yeah, if you can do it through Facebook, all the power to you. It's all good. <laughs> all, the, all, all the power to you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, but it's straight, like I guess it's just a a kind of format now that was probably like put in place by YouTube. You know, uh, the way it will become the norm for people to be able to get some form of money back for having ads overlaid in their yeah. I think I think this is this is a war. That's, that's how I see it. It's a war. Yeah. Um. I think Facebook is is essentially trying to bring people to their platform. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like everyone's on Facebook already. It's more that you know bringing the content. Yeah. Um. And the content creators, because it's it's an interesting question. Now you have two outlets as a creator, right? Mm-hmm. You can be on YouTube and get paid on YouTube. There's things like pay- Patreon. So even yeah. smaller creators actually can get paid. Um, and now we have Facebook. The question is, is that as a creator, would you go for both or would you maybe try and focus on one? Because obviously um, YouTube is such a such a saturated market that if you start a new channel nowadays, it's going to take you forever, um, yeah. if ever, to reach a chunk where you know the money coming from the AdSense is actually money you can live off. Mm-hmm. Of um, would well, you know the difference between? Um, well, I don't know what's the actual um, the money gap. It, yeah, the money gap. I mean, on on YouTube, like a little rule of thumb is per. I think it was a thousand views per thousand views. It's mm-hmm. like three dollars. Okay. Um, yeah, like a lot of people. That's the thing. A lot of people think that you can get really rich you know a mm-hmm. uh, fast and easy way to get rich mm-hmm. become an influencer on youtube it's not as easy man like it takes a lot of lot of views it takes a lot of traction to get to a point where you're making the same money that you would be making if you had a job i think yeah uh with yeah so i don't know what's the difference if, if facebook will allow you to from the youtube pers- youtuber's perspective i They've been for they've been longing for ages for a tool where they would have some control over the ads that yeah. they that they're been put on their on their videos. Uh, you know they could choose maybe more relevant ads, mm-hmm. such as you know if you're a tech channel, you would probably just opt in for the tech stuff. Uh, there's been some controversies, you know, a year I think it was a year ago, where people would get ads that were just completely. Like completely um, out of the topic that they would be talking about. I think it was yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't really porn per se, but it was like some you know webcam shows and stuff and yeah. live cam things. Yeah, um, some children's channel. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, so I think Facebook. The key is probably to listen to the users. Mm-hmm. to the creatives to content creators themselves see what they're about you know what they need um because i think i really do believe that if facebook offers something interesting 
Mm-hmm. And we're not talking just money, um, mm-hmm. but perhaps more control over things or, you know... It's just, it's just mm-hmm. like, what, what kind of a platform is Facebook going to kind of turn into? Because when I first started using Facebook, it was all about, like, the statuses <clears throat> and sharing what you were up to in that day or whatever, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah I think it becomes... Now, more, now, it's, now it's more aimed towards, you know, oh, well, here's a platform where you can make money, <laughs> or at least some money for it by uploading content and having an audience and and uh, basically doing the roughly the same thing as YouTube. So, yeah, I think it's, the, they're trying to become in the platform. Yeah, I think they're trying to become an entertainment platform. Um, yeah. All in all, like you log into Facebook and you're just entertained, so you never leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good question, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what's good about Facebook? Like, I, I, I'll, I'm looking at it more from the creator perspective, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like yours as well. As a user, you know, what has it become and where it's headed? That's definitely a good question to ask. Mm-hmm. I think from a creator's perspective, it's a little bit easier to get traction on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Simply because of, you know, you can invite your friends and they can share the content. And it's a bit easier to build from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the shareability, the the viral essence of videos on Facebook, it's, yeah. it's, much, it's much easier in that sense. I'm not yeah. saying it's easy, but it is easier. Um, so from creator's point of view, I think it's interesting. From advertisers' what point of view, probably. If you're a creator, uh, good question. Because when I've read this, um, I instantly, obviously, jumped to, oh wow, like we need to do something because, well, there's mm-hmm. two, there's two angles to this, right? Yeah. Working with clients that have over ten thousand uh, fans mm. on Facebook means that we can monetize their videos now. That's potentially interesting. Not because they could make a lot of money, uh, but it could potentially cover some of the cost costs yeah, yeah, of the totally. ad spend. And yeah. you know, uh, what I like about this at the same time is that big brands or businesses that mm-hmm. look at these platforms only as sales platforms, uh-huh. right? Like we need to go on Facebook and to sell to people. They will perhaps now think more about. Can we actually make some content that people would watch? Yeah, 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 definitely. And and that's a great step. Like that's what we're all about. It's just providing content, creating content, not really wanting anything from people. You know, just being out there providing value and yeah. and it's the jab jab right hook technique, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> uh so that I like. So for clients, we as an agency, I think that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting conversation to have with our clients. On the flip side, we as Roman Jules, Digital Bromance, I would probably go for Facebook, man. Yeah. When it comes to content creation, because we have much bigger chance of getting some traction there. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's like, obviously on YouTube and stuff, you have like, it's almost like a a news feed for videos, but it's not really, it's it's, it's just like the homepage where everything that you subscribe (coughs) to gets, gets put up, but as you said, like when it comes to Facebook, the ability to to spread content, to share it, to get yeah. some kind of traction between people that you don't you don't know or you've never met before or have never seen your company or you before, then 
Yeah, I'd probably choose Facebook too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really interesting. We'll we'll see how it's going to play out, but yeah, um, it's interesting. <laughs> it's intriguing. Right, that's Facebook video monetization. Um, definitely something to look into in the upcoming months and perhaps even weeks. They're probably going to be quite quick with rolling it out and then perhaps adjusting some of the features, when releasing some updates. It? That's a good question that I hope you'll never ask. Um, <laughs> I think it was last week. Um, okay. And, and not, it's not too sure. It's, just, it's, it's November. It's November. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> uh, testing my knowledge. Testing my knowledge. <laughs> I thought because, you know, the previous episodes, we spoke a lot about things and they might have not been of the highest value. Like, <laughs> let's yeah. be honest here. Yeah. Uh, I thought today we could change that. So episode number four, if you've made it past first 10 minutes, you will get some actual value out reward. of us. Here's your reward. <laughs> Let us know if you've made it past 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and what we could do is we could have a conversation about Instagram and how as a small business, mm-hmm. You can leverage Instagram because I think Instagram okay. is an interesting platform. Yeah, yeah. You know, Instagram has a billion active Instagram accounts. Half of that is active every day. And yeah. when you when you speak to businesses, they still look at Instagram in this hipster way. You know, yeah, totally. <clears throat> Instagram is perhaps not for me. You know, like, yeah, okay, Facebook, I understand. I can run ads there. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of get that, but Instagram, no, like I don't post selfies. Like, no, 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 no. Wait a minute, like that's that's just not what Instagram is about. So, perhaps by listening to us today, asking each other questions and trying to figure out the best way to promote yourself on Instagram, uh, you can take something out of this and implement it and get some traction going. Matt, first question. Are you are you afraid? Am I afraid? <laughs> Matt, like you should see Matt's face right now. He's like, "Oh my god, what's gonna happen?" Um, when I say Instagram and business, what comes to your mind? Instagram and business, whatever that might be. What comes to mind is probably wasted opportunity. Okay. Okay. Can you elaborate? Well, just as what you were saying there, a lot of businesses see it as like a, a hipsterish or unnecessary platform that they won't gain any amount of you know business or awareness or sales from in any sense. But yeah, um, is it not something like it's like eighty percent of like Instagram accounts follow a business? It's something like that. It's something, it's something like, like that. Right? It's crazy, man. Um, so, like, what does that show you? That shows you that the normal person is interested in the shit that you're going to put up. Yeah, hundred percent. I think. I think even perhaps even more because on Instagram it's a bit more difficult to directly sell to people, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you go on Facebook and you have things, you know, like Facebook is much more. It can be much more salesy, right? You could mm-hmm. get a video of a guy telling you like you need to buy my course you know it's gonna take you here and there and and you're just annoyed with that but on instagram it still has to be a pic well it can be a video obviously but you know it's a picture 
at the end of the day, it's it's a pretty picture that can visually stimulate me. So even if it's a, for example, a shoe, right, yeah. as a product, uh, it could be shot in a way that that content can be made in a way that makes me stop scrolling. I'm like, wow, like that's a really cool picture, yeah. and that shoe actually looks sick. So, you know, I might actually check this account. I think, and I, and I'm a good example of that because I was scrolling Instagram the other day. Mm-hmm. And and I've seen this um, post with a guy that was you know great um, great suit great outfit in general. I'm like this guy's this guy looks really cool. Those are sick shoes, right? He had these sick shoes, man. Like it was okay. just so good. It was like boots kind of um, boots kind of shoes, boots kind of boots. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> the company the company is called Taft. So that that's that's not a paid promotion to our twenty nine listeners. <laughs> um, the the company is called Taft or Taft. Taft Wait, so let me T-A-F-T. get Let me get that straight. So you're on Instagram. You're I'm on Instagram. The news feeds, and you saw a picture of a man that was really well dressed <laughs> and yes. boots at the bottom of the photo. Yes. Made you stop. Definitely, and I think it's perhaps because it was not in my face. You know, it was not just the picture of the actual boots. It was a guy dressed well, and the shoes were part of the picture. But they did stand out, like, you know, good art direction, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and the picture was amazing. Like, the picture was really good. It was in the streets of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the sun was just going out. There was the fog coming from the sewers. Okay. Uh, fog steam. I mean steam. Uh, please don't hate me. And <laughs> yeah, it was just a cool picture, and that made me click and check the channel, uh, mm-hmm. channel profile, and go through the profile, and I've seen all these great, great photos, and um, it's a shoe company, and I okay. follow them now. Like I do follow them. So is it a boot like shoe boot company or just shoes in general? It's it's a it's a it's a boot company. <laughs> it's a boot company. Okay. No, it's a shoe company. It's a shoe company. And I and I another thing that I think is worth sharing for business owners is that what the company did on Instagram, they're killing it by the way, right? They're completely killing it. Yeah. They're providing me with a story. So I started to follow them. I didn't go on to my Instagram journey, you know. Mm-hmm. I forget about I completely forget about them, right? I check my Instagram stories. And there are stories from them. However, in the stories is the actual CEO of the company. Okay. And he's in a, he's in a room somewhere, and he's he's holding this shoe in his hand, and he's talking about how it was made. Yeah. And um, I usually skip content like 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 that. Okay. If if it's not from my friends or you know, I would usually uh, go to the next story. But the story was so interesting because he's talking about how they make the shoe in Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, wow, that's actually really cool. Like, it's been made in Europe, but he's based in US. And I jump to the next story, and it's him in Portugal. And this factor in Portugal actually showing all the employees that are working on the shoes, and he's explaining how the shoes are being made. And as I'm watching this, I'm taking mental notes to talk about this with you because this is how you do Instagram. Yeah. Like, no, this definitely. is how you do valuable content, and this is how people connect with your brand. Yeah, that's one and of if... the main things that for me, like uh, establishing that connection between 
the consumer and the brand is uh, personalization. That's one thing that always works. That's what really it well is. for me. Is that's what it is. I feel like I'm getting a almost like a behind the scenes layer. Yeah. Uh, added on to my knowledge of the company, it makes me yeah. feel just a part part of it a bit more, and uh, I don't know, more likely to 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 have a dependency isn't the right word. It's almost like the the spending attitude towards it. Yeah, like just more of a connection, more of like a yeah. feeling for that company <clears throat> um, than if I was just getting shown, you know, product after product, a new deal or whatever. Yeah. Uh, by a company, then I just see that as being. I don't know, like like ninety percent of all other accounts on on social media platforms. Yeah, what I a hundred percent agree with what you just said. What I also found found interesting: the shoes are quite expensive, mm-hmm. right? They were starting at one fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's dollars, but yeah. And when I've seen that price, my normal reaction would probably be, "Wow, that's 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 a lot," mm-hmm. right? As that's that's the price of shoe. But because I've seen those Instagram stories, I just I self justified oh, okay. the price because I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, it makes sense because they make them in Portugal, yeah, you know they don't make them in China, mm-hmm. and they're then probably you know importing them to the US and it everything made sense. So when I was looking at the price of one fifty, I'm like, well, you know, it's a, it's a Portuguese From leather, Portugal. you know, <laughs> it's yeah. a Portuguese premium leather. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, they're just doing a really good job, and I think they're a really good case study when it comes to how do you run business on Instagram. And it's yes, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, I mean, it's fashion, so it's obviously you know well built for Instagram in that sense. Mm-hmm. That being said, I don't think fashion is the only thing that you can promote on Instagram. No, no, I mean, one of the main things that I would say is just like I said, there is the personalization aspect. To it. it doesn't matter what kind of business you are whether it's fashion yeah. whether it's games whether it's you know uh lifestyle or or um, hospitality or food whatever it is right doesn't matter uh if you're a restaurant then maybe getting to see you know in the kitchen something being made one of mm-hmm. your new dishes that's getting put in the menu it adds it's, a, it's an introduction to your company Definitely. Um, and it's also you know uh, uh an extra layer that you can add on on top yeah uh yeah, hundred percent. Um, let's talk a little bit about the infamous um feed on Instagram. Okay, it has went through changes gazillion times ever yeah, since yeah. Instagram has been introduced. Users had different um opinions about how it should be. Mm-hmm. However. The truth is that posts on Instagram are just no longer chronological, and yeah, I yeah, and no, I think I think people still don't quite understand what it is that brings your content uh, to users' eyes. It took so, me a while to even realize what it was that, uh-huh. that you know brought it brought your content first because I remember it just all of a sudden changed one day and I was going through my yeah. feeds and yeah, and then there was stuff that I was seeing that was posted. A day ago, and then it was two hours ago, and then sixteen hours ago. Yeah, and I was just like, "This is not. This is something's changed here, obviously." So yeah, yeah. what's? Yeah. Give me the info. Yeah, the way it works now is basically, the new algorithm focuses on users' engagement, okay. meaning, like the algorithm decides what content you as a user should see, mm-hmm. and the way it does that 
is that it basically looks at the content and it factors in how quickly people engage with it and for how long they engage with it. Uh-huh. So if you post something and then it's getting attraction for three, four, five days, mm-hmm. that's that's great. Uh, the chance of that being up top is good. <clears throat> Same thing with um, you know how quickly people engage. Meaning when you post a picture, is it getting engagement straight away? So mm-hmm. you know, can you get those thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, hundred likes within the next ten minutes? That also factors in, right? Things such as saves. So now you can save posts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, people still don't know that, which is which I find funny. You can save pictures within Instagram. You can make a collection. You can make different collections within Instagram. Uh, you can share posts, right? So that all factors in when mm-hmm. you share share the post to your friends or to your own Instagram story. Uh, you can direct message the person that posted, which also plays in. Um, so if you think about it, it's all these things. It's likes, comments, video views, saves, shares, and so on. So it's a much, how to say this, the, equa- the equation, equation, the equation um, that brings you on top of, um, you know, that brings you in front of people is quite elaborate. There's a lot of things that come into play, but it's just, what it is, and you should try and adapt to it. Um, meaning, when it comes to our actual content, you should be posting content that does get those shares, content that does get those likes and those comments. So you should be starting conversation under your posts, meaning that the copy comes into play as well. Mm. So it's not just the picture itself. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it when it comes to algorithm and how your stuff gets seen. But um, it's crazy how many people just don't know this. No, I didn't realize it was like I obviously understood that engagement was going to be a, a factor into yeah. the, what what gets shown and what doesn't. But you know, you always you always get people that say you know like um, comment below or whatever. But mm-hmm. unless you understand that, yeah, the comments that you're you're putting down are actually pointing towards you know how how well the post doing how how well it's seen should help you understand yeah. what you should be aiming for in terms of the content that you upload. What's what's also interesting, I think, people often forget about the copy. So by yeah. copy, just in case, uh, it's actually the text, right? It's the text, it's the caption of the picture. Um, if mm-hmm. users spend more time on a post, so if you post a photo and I'm scrolling and I stop because I like the photo, but then I read the caption as well. So I'm going to stay on that picture for, let's say, six to ten seconds. Mm-hmm. That algorithm considers that to be a really, really good quality post. Okay. And again, you're going to bump up in the feed. Uh, just saying this because I feel sometimes we think about one or the other. You know, we might want a really, really, really good creative. Mm-hmm. And we completely neglect the the copy, or sometimes you see the other way around. People actually write a really good copy, but the picture is shit, or it just does not correlate, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something to keep in mind. It's quite important. Uh, yeah, I think I think we're getting maybe a bit too technical. 
but uh <laughs> no, 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 no. hopefully people so. can hopefully people can take this on board i mean um, what do they what would they rather want would they rather this or uh Probably my breakfast. Probably my breakfast. Do you have any any other tips in mind that like a small business could take on board and um, and implement straight away? Mm. Apart from the the personalization aspect to it, as I mean, really, I, I, to to build to build the audience, right? Hashtags are your currency. Mm-hmm when it comes to Instagram. So to actually start out from one follower and getting it to a thousand followers to then 10K or whatever, you need to be able to, to build your audience. And mm-hmm. the way to, to get your posts to people that have no idea about you is using hashtags. Um, but that that's just that's just building it up. I mean, my, my main, main thing when it comes to companies on Instagram as a consumer, just as a, a spectator of, of, of what you're putting up, is is seriously the personalization aspect of it. Um, there's places for you to advertise your company as like advertisements where you try to gain sales or whatever. But I will never, ever, ever follow you if all you're doing to me is selling. Mm-hmm. Never. Um, you need to be you need to be creating interesting content, and that's the thing that really pisses me off with a lot of people is that. There's time and effort that goes into content that's being put out by certain companies. Like actual time and effort and energy put into content that is just absolute garbage. Yeah. And it has no traction, it has no worth whatsoever. I don't understand why these people even put the time and the effort into it because it gets nowhere. Like it like I I don't understand how anyone would like it and why anyone would like would like it. So yeah. for me personally like if you're start if you're a small medium business starting out on Instagram, then hashtags are your currency. Build up your audience through hashtags and the, the content that you're putting out. But then also don't sell to me, engage with me. You know, um create some content that I'm actually like we just discussed, it's gonna bring likes, it's gonna bring comments, you know, get me involved in what it is you're posting up. Um and yeah, be be personal about it. Just don't sell to me. No, that's a, that's a very important one. Uh, you've mentioned hashtags. I'm just gonna throw this in there. Hashtags are extremely important. It is what it is. As Matt said, that's how people discover you. However, there's a thing that I've been trying to push to people over the last two years or so. There there are certain hashtags that that are completely overcrowded. Yeah, totally. right. Meaning that if you type if you go on Instagram and you're about to post a post um and you put a hashtag there a hashtag will pop up pop up for you and it will tell you how many people have used that hashtag. And when you see a big so let's say we could take as an example hashtag #instagood, right? So that is #instagood. Um Insta is an Instagram and good as in Good, awesome. So hashtag InstaGood. I don't remember how much, but it's it's in terms of millions. It's probably all the way to a hundred mil, right? Mm-hmm. So a hundred mil people use the hashtag. I understand that when you go on Instagram, you're about to use a hashtag. You type InstaGood, and you see, oh my god, there's hundred million audience to this. 
you'll probably go with that hashtag. It's it's a mistake, and don't do that. Basically, the reason why that hashtag is overcrowded, meaning that you will get lost. That's that's what it is. And the second thing is, um, you know, you should probably consider a less used or or more specific hashtag. So think about your content. Think about your audience. Who's your perfect audience? One exercise that I used to do with clients back in the day was that you would look at, you would almost try to build a perfect follower, right? So you look at Instagram, you look at your product or service, and then you build, you know, John. What music does John listen to? Where does John go to party? You know, does he play any video games that are maybe relevant? Does he go to events? Does he go to concerts a lot? You, I know this may this may sound funny, but if you craft the perfect follower, a person that you believe would be interested in your content, you can then look for those people, right? Meaning that you can look for those hashtags, you can look for those communities, you can post relevant content to that, because all of a sudden you know what they're probably like, and you can check what hashtags they follow at the same time. You know, what kind of photos they engage with. Or you can go a bit deeper. You can check who, what influencers they follow. And then maybe you can get in touch with influencers, which is a different story here. But what I'm trying to say, when it comes to hashtags, consider the lesser or, you know, less used, more specific hashtags. Uh, because those will allow you to tap into the audience a bit more. The chances that you will not get lost in that hashtag because there's not millions of people using that hashtag at the same time. We're talking maybe, you know, tens of thousands of people, mm-hmm. uh, up to 100K. Super important. Uh, don't use overused hashtags. That's Sweet. what it is. Thank you, Zip. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um I have a few more now that I think about it. Um, feel free to jump in anytime. Yeah, you know. I think what's what's hap- I don't th- what's happening to the market just now is that micro influencers are, and it's because those micro. So, what do we mean by a micro influencer? It's people who don't have millions of followers. It's people who have maybe you know a few thousand, let's say six, eight, ten, fifteen k. Followers, you know, they don't have. Hopefully, they're not bought, right? Hopefully, they're actual organic followers that are interested in the content. You gotta make mm-hmm. sure that that's the that's the thing. But those people, man, like they're so important. One thing that I always think about is you look at somebody's Instagram and you see that six thousand people follow them, mm-hmm. right? And like, ah, that's not that many. Six thousand, you know. I might go for someone that has a million. Yeah, but can you imagine? Can you now imagine six thousand people in your own room, and all of them listening to whatever you're saying? That's yeah, a yeah. lot of people, man. No, that's definitely. a lot of people in if one room. If you can room. get the engagement with them, and they all are all exactly, then... exactly. And the chance is that if this guy has a six thousand followers, and he's getting a good engagement on his content, mm-hmm. let's say you know somewhere upwards from 10%. So he's getting, he has 6,000 followers, but he's getting 1,000 likes Mm -hmm. on stuff. Like, holy fuck, man. 
Like that guy really does know or girl how to speak to their audience. Yeah. And was also in, what is also interesting is those people are usually this is going to sound horrible in a way, but quote unquote they're cheaper to buy, right? Mm. You know, if you connect with them, meaning you send them um, a direct message or something, right? You try to connect with them. The chances, because they're smaller uh, profile, that they will actually talk to you. Yeah. Again, offer them something. Don't just be like, hey, do it for exposure, right? Fuck that. Offer them something. Give them a good value on the table. Um, if you do this for us, this is what we can do for you. Um, yeah, so so make friends with influencers is, is the tip, basically. You know, follow them, engage with them, uh, comment under their photos. You know, um, those influencers may give you a shout and you can establish a relationship. So keep that in mind, take that on board and don't be afraid. Thanks again, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's give people one more tip. One more. And whatever comes to your mind, man. Whatever comes to your mind? Whatever comes to your mind. Oh, okay. I thought we were just, this was just up, <laughs> up for discussion. Um, no, I'm testing your knowledge. This is like an... Okay, okay, okay. How about this one then? This one is something <laughs> that took uh, a wee time, a wee bit of time to realise, but <clears throat> once you realise it's, it's actually quite quite powerful. And, and other people know it as well. So you, you, you'll be able to see the trend once you, once you hear this tip, once I give you the info, once you've been woke. I'm, ex- I'm excited now. Okay, so you need to think about certain things, right, when it comes to if you're trying to get the best amount of engagement, okay? So for me personally, I'll wake up in the morning, I'll check my emails for all those client conversations. Oh, this is deep. deep. (laughs) It's not so deep, it's not so deep, I'm just building it up, you know. Uh, You know, I'll wake up in the morning, check my emails, and pretty much after that, I will either go on Facebook or Instagram. So, there's one time of the day where I'm pretty much always going to be on Instagram. Uh, another time, let's say we're working in the office or something. Mm-hmm. And when I'm on my way home, I'm on the bus, I'm on the train, wherever it is, uh, I'll be on Instagram there. So, just the same way that we have rush hour for, for uh, working times is almost like a rush hour for social media platforms. And... If you realize that there's certain times where if you post, then the amount of people that are going to be online and see that is much, much higher, then you're going to drive the engagement with whatever you're putting up. So usually it's it's uh, it's usually around like half six or whatever, mm-hmm. like Tuesday through Friday between like nine, nine in the morning and 6 p.m. But I wouldn't, that's like 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. I wouldn't do it anywhere i wouldn't do it in the afternoon whatever people are at work you're not on social media i usually do it like half six seven what's the tip what's there's a day there's a day where like 10 half 10 at night is that every day maybe before people are going to bed because uh, i'll probably check it before i go to bed as well so like, right like I right like i think that's an interesting time i think um i think this strategy comes into play when you're posting uh, you should be by the way more than one piece of content a day. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say that you post two two pieces of content a day mm-hmm. on Instagram, and then I would go with what you say 
which is I would probably be somewhere between five to six PM. Yeah. With that piece of content. Yeah. And the other one I would post prior to that, maybe before lunch. Okay. Just to see why why before lunch? I'm just trying to just almost trying to hack people's mind in a way of so when you work somewhere, the chances that you go for a lunch break. Uh-huh. Right. I think it would be interesting to see how many people from the people that follow you can you engage during lunch break and then on their commute from work. I think those two times would be interesting for me. Okay. I would I That's relying heavily upon a specific on lunch. lunch. Yeah. I love my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but me like here's the I thing. Yeah. Lunch the same time. Well, here's the thing, right? Um, if you have a business account, which you should have a business account on Instagram, do it if you don't. Um, you're able to check your insights, meaning you're able to check your analytics. You can see when and how people engage with your content. I would heavily suggest test it out. As Matt says, you know, try half past 6 p.m., try 9 a.m., try 1 p.m., do that for two, three, four weeks and then just print it out or go into your Instagram app, check it, and you will black on white see what's happening, mm. which one had the highest engagement. Then again, right, there's other factors that come in play. Have you been using different hashtags with that one? Uh, was the copy better than that one? You know, maybe the picture was amazing or whatever, but test it out. Uh, what I would take from what you've just said is be mindful when you post. Yeah, long story short, be mindful when you post. <laughs> be mindful when you post. 100%. I think that's it in terms of providing value. I feel like we've provided too too much value for free. Too man. much value. Too much for free. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just split this into a couple more podcasts then. The second segment of this podcast is nine ninety nine. <laughs> Please. <laughs> nah, I was good. Hopefully, hopefully people can take something from this. Yeah, I know. We strayed away from the, the random topics today. It's quite good. Yeah, it kind of makes me sad a little bit. But Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I, I think, think we if, hook yeah. the viewers in with a, a shit talking at the start. Yeah, hook our <laughs> 29 viewers with the shit talk. Yeah. I think, you know, because we are posting three times a week, mm-hmm. our podcast, perhaps one of those three should be just pure value. <laughs> yeah okay okay I'm, I, i'll agree with that uh that setup yeah fair I'm enough okay for one one podcast of value two podcasts of shit talking <laughs> <laughs> sounds good that's a good ratio that's yeah. a good ratio uh okay guys thank you for listening today this podcast has been brought to you by roman jules social first marketing agency Dab on them haters. <laughs> Matt is just dabbing on camera. Oh, why does he sell them that? Um, I was extremely to, I embarrassed to. to have done that as soon as I did it. So. <laughs> Smash the like button. Um, just remember, Instagram for business is a real thing. If you're not on Instagram as a business, I don't know what you're doing. I don't want to be mean to you. I don't feel like being no, mean, mean is going to help mean anything. What the fuck are you doing, John? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what it is, guys. It was lovely to speak to you today. And we'll see you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.